It's uh, 10.45. It's uh, time for the personal development set, uh, segment. This past Saturday was World Veterinary Day, and uh, we thinking we thought sorry to speak to somebody in the profession uh, to talk about the merits of the profession. And uh, we invited someone who speaks passionately about the profession and says there's a lack of vets in South Africa and that the, the shortage has to be addressed. And uh, we want to find out what attracted her to the profession. And what she would say uh, would make young people interested in the profession. We invited uh, Dr. Sipesi Lengumalo Maseko, research veterinarian. (laughs) I knew this word would trip me, but research veterinarian at the Agricultural Research Council in Virology Department. What is the right word, Doctor? Good morning. Good morning, Katie. Good morning to the listeners. Yes, it is veterinarian, but people mostly call us vet for short. Yeah. Uh, tell us, uh, I mean, you know, I, I just assume there's a degree of uh, uh, liking pets, if you may, that comes into being a vet. What is being in a vet in Ernest, and what are the various types of things you can do as a vet? Well, actually, the veterinary degree offers a lot of opportunities um, within its sphere. For example, my role at the Agricultural Research Council involves um, the the studying of viruses and the diagnosis of viruses um, in animals. Mm. And the role role there is very important in in the sense that um, we get samples where we we diagnose viruses that are not only of um, sort of like importance or affect the welfare of animals themselves, but some of these viruses actually are, are vital for uh, our trade agreement with our various uh, counterparts um, uh, overseas. For example, the avian influenza outbreak um, recently with um, blue tongue in some of the sheep and rabies um, in, in dogs that actually not only affects animals, but is, is what we call a zoonotic disease that can be transferred uh, from animals from animals to, to, to people via a scratch or a bite. And then you have my colleagues in the private practice sector that uh, focus on clinical uh, attendance to the animals, animals that are actually sick. Mm. But our state veterinarians are employed by the state, the state and actually mostly service um, more resources poor communities or the rural communities for them to also get uh, veterinary care for their pets and, mm. and their livestock. So, so it, it's, very, it's very broad um, in, in that you can actually do whatever you want within this space because the scope of the profession is so big. Wow. What got you interested in it? I mean, when you were a young child and uh, you were planning a future, what is it that led you in that direction? Um, I actually always wanted to be a human medical doctor um, because I wasn't aware of the prospect of becoming a veterinarian. Mm-hmm. I actually was born and raised in Peter Maritzburg in KwaZulu-Natal. Mm. But over the holidays, my mom would allow me the opportunity to, to go over to my great-grandmother's um, farm on the paternal side of the family. And I could just, just witnessing um, my great-grandmother working the land 
um, her knowledge, her indigenous knowledge of the various plants that she could take and make up various concoctions to treat mm. the animals. Mm. And just the tender handling of the animals and the way that the animals responded to her made such an impact on her that actually when it got to a point where I got exposed to the profession, I knew immediately that this is where I was meant to be. Wow. And then, but when you say this is where you were meant to be, at, how did you end up honing it uh, to end up where you are at uh, the Agricultural Research Council? Um, sure. It was actually a, a long, a long, a long process, but I think it's, um, I think the, um, because the scope is so broad and, and just wanting, I've always been an inquisitive person, I've always wanted to go into the research field with my ultimate dream actually being um, in academia where I get to teach the students at the University of Pretoria campus because Mm. what I had seen when I got into the campus is that there's a lot of our lecturers are magnificent um, teachers and researchers in in their respective fields. But I, I always had a longing to have more lecturers that look like me or share a similar background mm. um, to be standing before me and, and actually lecturing me. And I think this virology um, sort of like road that I've, in, uh, I've embarked on will allow me that that um, that opportunity because there are so many diseases of economic importance that are actually vital to both animals and, 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 and humans. Mm-hmm. And is there a big interest uh, from young people in the field? There, I don't think there is a lot of knowledge or working knowledge because uh, as soon as you say veterinarian or vet, I think the immediate picture that people get is that you get to sit with kittens and puppies, <laughs> you know, most of your time. So even within my own family, um, the struggle that I had to undergo because my mom um, didn't have the knowledge per se to um, understand it. Yes, yeah. exactly. What it encompasses, what it involves. Um, but the more information she um, she got about it, then the more she warmed up uh, to it. And actually, after, I think what affirmed her was the fact that after my my qualification, I I wouldn't be in a position where I would be without a job because mm. um, it's such a critical skill that short that's so scarce in the country. Um, that there are many sectors where we get employed. I'm at the council, there's space in in the private sector for pharmaceutical companies, there's space in the academic institution, private practice in the state, and so on. So, so yeah, I think just um, the more more we can, more information we can put out there, um, that it's, it's not just for those that have, but it's actually a dream that's attainable even for the kids in the rural areas where the government and HWDCTA um, offer funding um, to support students through the course um, and knowing that they can use that, um, that degree to gain various employment opportunities or actually what's being cultivated of recent, I think, which is necessary in our country, is to actually go into the business sector where we have our own consulting companies, where we develop small stock uh, farmers, arming them with the correct information so that actually our overall, um, the herds and the flocks of the various um, animal collections in our country are overall healthier so that we can trade more with our various counterparts because our beef in South Africa is quite famous. 
Um, but then various uh, government structures have very stringent measures to ensure that the, the quality of meat that's being exported, the quality of animal products that are being exported are safe for human consumption. Wow. So, I mean, uh, the entry-level degree would be what? Would be called what? So, the undergraduate degree is studied um, at the University of Pretoria. Only? Is, is it only at the University unfortunately, of Pretoria? Um, only currently available through the University of Pretoria. Hmm. In the past, there was um, the Mendoza um, campus where um, those were the, were the two places where you could study and those two institutions were amalgamated at, at a point in time. Um, so I think one of the things that um, government really needs to push is actually opening up more institutions and where there's an opportunity to study such a, a, a degree um, the undergraduate degree is called a Bachelor of Veterinary Science, which takes six years. Um, the, the, the subjects that are required to enter into the program is mathematics, physical science, and what is called life science um, now. But also in that campus, they offer uh, a veterinary nursing degree, which is, which is three years. Um, people can go into the scope of uh, animal animal health uh, technicians, which I think is um, offered at the Northwest uh, University and uh, institutions like Tuana University of Technology, where they offer uh, veterinary technology. So those are the people that I work very closely with in the lab and conducting the test. So there are various roles in which a person can find their niche mm. um, and, and, and just apply themselves and, and, and yeah, just apply their love for the sciences uh, a passion for the animals takes you a long way, carries you a long way. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people have the misconception that uh, you must love animals, but not to be too much a fan of the people. But actually what I'm <laughs> realizing more and more is that there's always a human being that's attached to that animal, yes. whether it be the person in the consult room with the sick dog or kitten, whether it be um, a farmer who's, who's waiting to have his, his fish exported is waiting on my results so that they can get the necessary documentation to have those uh, products exported. So definitely there's there's an there's a, there's a, a, a animal component, but also we must always remember that there's always a human that's attached to that animal. Yeah, yeah. That's a beautiful way of looking at it. When you look back at, you know, as they say, hindsight is twenty twenty. When you look back at, uh, you know, your time in the field, in the industry, what about it have you found most fulfilling for you as a scientist and, uh, you know, for the purposes of uh, your own life's growth and development? I think it um, definitely um, a resilience in, in in the field because uh, one of one of the challenges and, and unfortunately um, people uh, professionals in our in our profession tend to get plagued by um, mental illness and one of the really actually our yes our profession actually holds one of the highest suicide. Um, Really? within certain professions. And I think that just boils down to, yes, because there's a shortage of us, the ratio of vets to, to people needing a service is, is so disproportionate that people do end up working. For example, I know in the private uh, practice space, a lot of long hours, 
um, we tend to be subject to abuse from the people that are attached to the animals because they don't always um, understand. They're always frustrated with the fact that our, our services are uh, on the costly side and we're in it for the money and not for the animals. So I think just a renewed appreciation for, for the vet that stands before you hmm. um, yeah. would, would, would go such a, a long way. And um, yes, so I think I was also in a, in a clinical setup where um, my, my key interest has been horses. Um, and I think, yes. Wow. Um, and and that's that's where I actually wanted to develop my skills and become a clinician and um, stand in front of students doing the the clinical rotations and actually model for them that is very possible. You can you can do this. Um, but of course, the demands the demands of of the profession in terms of uh, from the family aspect, from marriage aspect. Um, I think. Um, channels me to, to re-look it. Uh, but I've been very fortunate to look in various fields because previously I worked for a company that developed artificial intelligence mm. um, to read cat and dog x-rays. And that's on the technology space, but then I, I could utilize my skills um, and, and, and apply them there. So definitely the, the opportunity to, to actually make a meaningful impact is there and yes, I think just probably a um, a more open mind is required from from our parents. I think especially for us kids of of color that hey, this is an opportunity where where, where people can enter and, and and utilize their passion for the betterment of the country. Wow, fascinating to me. Uh, so, I mean, it sounds like you've done so much. What remain your ambitions in the field? What kinds of things do you still want to see done that you haven't done up until now? I think def- definitely, I think um, I need to uh, participate and play a more active role in having um, students of color recruited into the degree, recruited in, 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 into the course. Mm. Um Definitely still happy. What do what do the stats look like now for students of color in the field? So, for example, if you have about a class of about a hundred, my class was about a hundred and thirty students. Mm. Um, we there was only fourteen students that graduated, um, encompassing um, black, Indian, and, and and colored students. Wow. Um, and the number hasn't changed that much um, since then. There's been attempts and programs and initiatives, but it seems like I don't know whether they lose steam and then after some time, then mm. there's a decrease again. And 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 also know, knowing um, that the challenges are just not in terms of admission, but also in terms of gaining mentorship mm, and mm. having financial assistance because it is quite an expensive. Um, a qualification and and, and yeah, just wow. people knowing the correct requirements as well because it's not just about the academics. There's wow. a value added form that needs to be um, students or applicants need to have filled out that reflects that you spend time in some sort of veterinary um, setting or you have experience with animals that also contributes towards the score that you obtain. In, in being admitted into the program. Wow. So definitely trying to create opportunities where, 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 where kids that wouldn't otherwise be exposed to have to view settings like the lab. and Yeah, to, to get that exposure. 
Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Do- Doctor Angumalo can people follow you on the socials so that uh, you know th- those uh, 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 black, coloured, uh, white, or whatever kids that are interested in the field can maybe uh, DM you and ask you some questions about the field if they want to that we didn't cover today. <laughs> I am on on Twitter at Angumalo Um Yes. So I think that's the platform that okay. they can can access me, and then definitely I'd be more than welcome to to answer their questions. I'd be yes, I'd definitely uh, jump at the opportunity to wow. point them to the right people within their respective provinces um, that are definitely have the same goals um, that want to witness transformation within our field. Fantastic. This was very insightful for me. And I think uh, you've done your bit to really uh, thoroughly encourage young people to get into the field. And we appreciate your time. And thank you so much uh, for uh, enlightening all of us today on the field. Dr. Sipesi Lengumalo Maseko is a research vet at the Agricultural Research Council in the Virology Department. It's 11.01. Liesl Wilson is standing by with the latest news.